Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Ruby's Room. Today, I, as per usual, I am talking to one of your favorite content creators. And this week, we have Jeff. Hi. Hello. Yes. So, who are you? For, like, the people who may not know you, this is your chance. Introduce yourself. Who is Jeff? (laughs) Who is she? Who is she? Um, So... Yes, I'm Jeff. Uh, I am a writer. I am a uh, Twitch streamer. I mostly stream uh, story-driven games. I also really like to play horror games, and I really like a lot of different Nintendo franchises. So um, those are like my favorite genres and what I like to put into my channel. Um, Part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. Um, And I've been a gamer for like, God, 21 years. Oh, oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a big part of my life for a long time, so it definitely heavily influences a lot of things in my life, for sure. Yeah, awesome, for sure. Like, speaking, we're already getting into the influences and the inspiration, so I'm gonna do what I usually do, and you guys know this is episode 5 by now, so I usually like to take my time machine that I don't have, but I will do it and go back to the baby years of Jeff and uh, try to get a little understanding of like what inspired you, who inspired you. Baby years, yes. Yeah, so growing up, what what were the inspirations for Jeff? For baby Jeff? Hmm. For baby Jeff? um, It's... I feel like I mostly lived in like worlds of fiction when I was Mm -hmm. younger. Yeah. So a lot... Um, I watched a ton of anime growing up, Ooh. so I think um, many people know I love Sailor Moon. Oh, you so do? I'm, wow, I yeah, was not I mean, aware. Like, <laughs> it's if it's not obvious that I don't like love Sailor right? Moon, right? Like I don't know. I like... have Sailor Moon memorabilia all over my desk. For anyone who's just listening, I just pulled up a Heart Moon rod. I yes. have Sailor Mars, Sailor Pluto's right over here in the corner of my desk, like. It was one of the first animes I watched, and I just remember, like, being captivated by, like, the visuals and just something about it. Um, and I just kept, like, watching other anime and stuff as I went on. Um, Final Fantasy was a big influence for me as well. Um, I loved the worlds and the characters in it. Um, so, yeah, it's, like, it's hard to connect, like, certain people that were mm-hmm. influences to me, but definitely a lot of stories that I played um, in video games growing up certainly influenced um, Kind of the stories I like to tell and the stories I still like to consume today. Yeah, for sure. Like, I can totally relate on that. Like, we're really similar in that. Like, I growing up, I, it was definitely, like, people, like, ask, like, sometimes as a joke, I will answer that, like, Sailor Moon was my gay awakening. Like, the transformation mm-hmm. scene, I was like, mm-hmm, that was me. That was me. Like, that was me becoming, <laughs> like, I was, I would get my life with Sailor Moon Knight. Like, every time they would transform, all that stuff, and, like, all, like, similar anime like that. Like, there there was, like, the card capture, Sakura, mm, and, yeah. uh, like, so many of, like, that genre that made my life, like, I was like, yes, queen, I want to be that, I want to do that. I was like, oh, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. So like, iconic. So many. So many. Yeah. So much iconic. And honestly, like, if anybody knows me they know that like final fantasy is always like i'm all if anybody asks me about video games i'm like final fantasy this final fantasy that because 
it was like, oh, yeah. even oh, yeah. though I had been playing video games for a while, like I grew up with like Sonic and like platformers like that. Like Final Fantasy was that moment where I was like, oh, wow, this is what games can be. And this is like a whole other like level of like that genre that I never even thought about. Like it was so mind blowing. And like, I just love the character designs. Mm. I love like the yeah. soundtrack. I My first one was eight. So I got like, <gasps> yeah, ooh, yeah, I got like Ultimisha was like fashion goddess queen, um, uh-huh. like all the different sorcerers, actually. I was like, yes, right. they're so oh, iconic. Yeah. Well, except yeah, that no. one that takes like Renoa and like she like is poking her head out of like her body. That was disgusting. I was like, yeah, no, please. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I don't need this in my life. No. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. It definitely can relate with you on that, on like getting the inspiration from uh, from that. So, as you mentioned earlier, you're a writer, and yes. by the way, I love the cameo. If you guys are not watching the video version, we are we're getting a cameo from a little kitty, so cute. Oh my god, hi, so gorgeous. So he couldn't he couldn't help himself. He's like, listen, yeah, you're here, you're talking to somebody. I have to be there. I have to be there. I have to be a part of it. Yes. Uh, yeah as you said like you you're a writer so like how did you did you like start like super young as well or how did that begin for you so my my initial start to writing is i always find it really funny um because i don't know if anybody remembered what gaia online was Ooh. Um, it's like essentially it was basically myspace for anime nerds that's cute <laughs> so um on Gaia Online, there were a lot of forums, um, and I noticed there were some forums with role playing, and I didn't really know what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I started going in, it's basically people, you know, creating their own characters and writing as those characters and right. just interacting with other people. So I was like, oh, okay, this sounds like fun. So I started doing that, and there were some role play forums where people were kind of dying off, and like I would end up just interacting with myself <laughs> right um, as characters and i was like okay i actually kind of really enjoy this so then i started doing it on my own um uh, i want to say like my junior year of high school and um i started a novel but it, it wasn't something that was gonna ever see the light of day <laughs> right <laughs> back on it i was just like this is for me and me only um but then i realized i really enjoyed it so then i ended up going to school for it um majoring in english with um emphases in creative writing and literature um so then since then i've just been writing not a lot of things that have necessarily gotten published or any like anyone's ever really read but definitely been still trying to hone my craft and get more works out there yeah awesome that's that's super cool uh, and when it comes to to writing, do you do you have the same inspirations that, like gaming and anime? Like, are are they still your inspirations, or do you draw from like different like mediums and sources when it comes to that? So a lot of um, my writing has kind of evolved a little bit in the sense that um, I still sometimes I still kind of take elements from those fantasy sort of aspects but uh, a lot of what i like to write now too is creative nonfiction, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lot more like kind of memoir kind of pulling from uh, personal experiences um so depending on what it is the the inspiration can kind of be a little different uh the novel i'm currently working on is um urban fantasy i'm right now in my head i'm kind of describing it as like sailor moon but like 
slightly darker. Ooh. Not too much darker, but like just a little bit. So yeah, um, the fantasy elements come in every once in a while and like kind of my video game experience, but um, I definitely like to pull and like, I'm inspired more by people as opposed to like worlds now, I guess. Right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's that's awesome. And um, definitely really cool to like get an understanding of like where inspiration can come from because obviously even though it's still it's like it's obviously still a creative medium as music is and as like streaming is and content creation in general uh but obviously since i don't have that experience with writing i I wouldn't like know so it's it's cool it's cool to know that and, and it's really important that you are like owning your craft and like developing every day and 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 all that stuff it's it's really nice um right and how do you how do you do that though like how does one go from like doing it for like i guess a hobby or like for an hour let's say after work or whatever and then to like being like you know what i actually want to take this seriously and i want to like keep learning and keep improving and all that stuff like what would what advice would you give so it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. but for me, I've noticed um, taking it from a hobby to something I definitely want to make a career out of. It's um, really making the effort to just write, mm-hmm. like even on days where you you might not be feeling it, like you might be sitting in front of your laptop or whatever you use to write. And you might just be like, "Ugh, I don't know what to write, like write anything, force yourself to just like write 200 words of something that's mm-hmm. not that much when you when you think about it yeah just of anything just to like get your brain moving just to like get something out there that like will make you think in the way that you need to when you're writing um because when you're trying to do it as a hobby like you might find something that inspires you to write something and you'll be like oh i feel like writing now and like no matter what it's all valid right it's all valid whatever you want to do with writing but um i feel like if you it's something that you want to start taking really seriously um, maybe not necessarily every day you should be writing, but because uh, that's not necessarily feasible. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely trying to set aside time in your day to actually write and do something that will, you know, be considered practice. Because no one's just like born good at a certain craft. Like right. I certainly was not good at writing <laughs> when I first started my very first novel. <laughs> so right. it's something you got to keep doing because you'll figure out what your written voice is and, you know, it's just something you have to figure out for yourself as you keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's and it's funny how much crossover there is between that and streaming because um mm-hmm. in a lot of ways like some people will look at someone who's very established and they will be like, "Wow, they have such a good personality. They just know how to do things on camera. They just have everything right, together." Right. But like a lot of the times people don't really know that these people have been doing this for years and they've had that practice and a lot of them didn't even start on twitch a lot of them probably started on youtube and they were there for years before they even started streaming so um and i I mean there are people who are just like naturally like they have a really good personality and they just like they just know what they're doing but it is very rare to have someone who just has everything together from like day one so it's important for people to like who are getting started at something to not get discouraged because they see someone like already at like chapter 10 when they're still on chapter one. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah, it's for sure. Very, very important. Uh, but speaking of streaming, obviously another you know thing that came into your life. Uh, when mm -hmm. did that? When did that get started? For you. So, I want to say um, my first when I started streaming regularly because I did have like one stream that I tried to do like oh my god in like twenty fourteen or something, but it was with a really old MacBook Pro and. It was the choppiest stream you probably oh, no. ever would have seen on Twitch. And it, I learned that it wouldn't work. Yeah. So um, I was like, we'll put streaming on the, the back burner for now. Right. Um, so eventually when I got my PS4, which had, you know, the direct broadcasting uh, feature, I was like, why not? Let's try it. I was terrified to play Resident Evil 7 by myself. Aww. So I was like, let's bring some friends in here and do it. Um, so then I did that and it just turned into something that I was that I was enjoying. I was doing YouTube videos before then because uh, oh. I liked having some sort of video content. I liked doing stuff with like video and having some sort of direct access to an audience. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I was doing that for a while, but it was kind of one of those things where like I was doing it to do it and not because there was some sort of enjoyment after I was done creating a thing there. Mm -hmm. Whereas with streaming after a stream, usually I'm like, yeah, that was great. I felt great about what I just did. Um, with yeah. video with vlogging, it wasn't the same. So after I started enjoying streaming, I was like, let's try to make this a more regular thing. Um, and since then, pretty much, I mean, we all have our ups and downs, but mostly Twitch and streaming has been just such a positive and amazing experience for me. I can totally agree with that. Like, I mm -hmm. actually did not know about your YouTube background. So bad. Shame on me for not doing my research. Honestly, I don't yeah. do I don't do research. Is it bad? Like I don't do research when I do an interview because I don't want to like be so prepared to the point where I'm like I know exactly every single question I'm going to ask and the your answers, you know what I mean? Like I would rather right, just like right. go into it like obviously knowing the person, but you know, not fully getting like a full-on background check. <laughs> Right. No, I mean, YouTube isn't something I talk about a whole lot yeah. just because it's something that definitely I just was not. I lost the drive and like the passion for it. Mm -hmm. So it's just not something I really bring up yeah. because it's like I, I it I will say like I'm grateful for what I did, though, because it did give me a lot of like skills and definitely on camera experience, because mm -hmm. I feel like that's the one thing it gave me is I jumped into streaming already having that on camera um, comfortability because I feel like people will come into streaming as their very first thing. And that could be a lot because you're mm -hmm. streaming um, and also you're on camera. <laughs> so right? it's like the, a lot. It's like sensory overload kind of being like people are watching me right now and uh, I'm live. And uh, but for me, I was like, I already know what I look like on camera. Right? I already know what I sound like. Like I, that's not something that I'm anxious about anymore. It's just now it's I'm live. So right. I had less to worry about going into streaming than like a lot of other beginners might have. Right. That That's something that uh, we definitely I actually touched upon last time as well with Tove because he also had a, a similar experience where he started on YouTube and then he ended up moving to to Twitch and uh, I totally relate on that as well because I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people get started with streaming and then they just like get so overwhelmed by chat and then by their own mm. appearance, by how they sound. Like with me right. for for YouTube, it was good that it was like pre-recorded because I I was able to get a lot of the um, a lot of my bad habits on camera corrected or I could edit them out. And then by the time I started streaming, I wouldn't really do them anymore because I already, like you said, I already knew how I looked like, how I sounded, 
all that stuff. And I actually, mm-hmm. I've always found it way more rewarding to do this live because you yes. y- you get to talk to people, even if you're just getting started and you only get one person, it's like that one person is like way better than like the nobody that you have in your room when you're recording yeah. something. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's there's something like the connection you make with that one person mm-hmm. will show how you can make connections with even more people. Like, I think we definitely get so focused on, oh, I only had an average of like two viewers today. Right. Or, like, we, we get so we get so focused on the numbers, but like, for sure, you don't think about the fact that you're you're connecting in a way with those those people that you view as so few, but like they they see you as something as like a good part of their day. And like right. you keep like cultivating that connection, like eventually it's going to grow into something even bigger. Exactly. Like for sure. Like I was I was actually um I was talking to someone recently and um I told them like, oh I do streaming and stuff like that. And obviously they were asking like pretty normal questions like, oh, do you make money from it? How many people watch you? Stuff like that. Mm. Um, and I was, I was like getting a little embarrassed. I was like, oh, I only get this certain amount. But he was like, oh, that's fine. Like he was like, oh no, that's like, that's really right. cool. That's like, uh, I, I was like, oh yeah, that is, that is actually really cool. Like just mm-hmm. because like I'm comparing myself to like other people doesn't mean that what I have is not, you know, worthy or is not like awesome in its own way. Right. right, right, yeah, for sure. I think I think sometimes we view like maybe where we want to be sometimes, yeah, um, as like the comparison for where we feel we are like right now. So we're for like, sure, oh. <laughs> um, and yeah, like no, and like definitely like even changing your language and not saying I only had something like this, like just stating it as a fact, like yeah, this is how many people normally watch me. Like mm-hmm. that'll come off as like some that'll have a certain impression on them. I. I think that like streaming, like it's not something that anyone feels like they can just do. So no, like no matter what your audience size is, like I feel like even just putting yourself out there onto a stream is mm-hmm. an incredible feat. Absolutely, absolutely. It did give me like a new perspective. And then as I was telling this person about streaming, the more and more I was like, yeah, this is why I, I do it because I was telling them like, oh, like a lot of people um, have like me a part of their morning routine. And like mm-hmm. they, they have their tea while they're watching me or they have breakfast while they watch me and, and stuff like that. Right. And it's like, that's actually something that you can't pay for. That's something that you could never like even dream of it's like wow like that is actually like people are doing that you know and uh we we, you know it's hard to forget that sometimes but it's really important to remind ourselves of of that as well Mm -hmm. for sure so um you started with resident evil on on your streams Mm -hmm. and you still do a little bit of horror but uh your Mm -hmm. your main focus is like story driven games so right yeah so how how did you like? Was it ever like a con- a conscious decision of like this is my brand and we're only doing this, or d- is it just something that you gravitate towards naturally? Um, it's definitely the kinds of games I enjoy playing the most. Um, and I definitely have the mindset um, of if you're not enjoying yourself on Twitch, uh, it's you're probably not gonna get like the attention that you're hoping for. Um, so I, um, I don't all, it's like, I don't necessarily like stick 100% to games that are like super story heavy, but 
I definitely really enjoy games that tell a story. Um, mm -hmm. And I think games can tell a story in so many different ways. Like for anybody who um, who may have heard of the game Greece, um, that told a story with like literally zero dialogue. Like there was just this whole like artistic adventure of this girl who was just like had a really traumatic thing happen to her. And like, so like, I think what we view as like games with stories, like is not always the same. Cause like I've, mm -hmm. I even had like a, a giant phase on my, channel where i played stardew valley <laughs> it was right. like at least two times a week i was like stardew valley i love this game and like there are stories and stuff to consume in there but mm -hmm. um i think like stories when it comes to gaming are like also like things that we bring to it so um i just a lot of my writer side just comes into like play when i'm <laughs> when i'm playing video games so yes i definitely like to follow stories because i think it, it can create such a like fun discussion with whoever's in your chat Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i just i really like stories no i like i fully i fully understand you like um do, do you ever have those moments i definitely know i do i call it the streamer guilt where you mm. just like you randomly like you you find the game on sale or something and you're like oh let me get that i've been wanting to get that and then you sort of like start playing it and then you're like oh no, I shouldn't, like, I should share this with my community, like, uh, what am I doing? Mm. And then you don't play that game, and then you have to wait until you play it on camera, because you're just like, I'm, like, my community deserves to, you know what I mean? Like, they deserve to, like, right. to, to get, like, for me to share this story with them. <laughs> like, right. do you ever no, have funny. that? Mm, kind of. I actually, what's funny is I actually have, like, the opposite. Like, I have the same problem, but, like, opposite in a sense. So okay. the way it works for me is sometimes I'll like get a game where I'm like, oh, I should stream this because like I'm really excited for this game. But then it'll be like one of those games where like I get super in the zone mm. <laughs> and like just like get super chill and like very not talkative. Right. <laughs> um, so like I'll be like, oh, wait, I shouldn't stream this because now I'm like not saying anything. Right. <laughs> uh, so like I think I have, yeah, definitely the opposite for me. But there are definitely a lot of games that I, you know, prefer playing off stream as opposed to on stream. Mm -hmm. How do you make that like uh, distinction between what you choose to play on stream and what you choose to play offline? I think it's definitely in how, what the kind of mindset I think that the game puts me in. Um, like uh, when Super Smash Bros came out, the most recent one, uh, I decided to stream it a little bit but I kind of noticed that it was one of those games that really, really takes me out of like myself in a sense where like I'm focusing so hard on what I'm doing in the game mm -hmm. that like nothing else is really happening. Right. Uh, so uh, definitely games where like I'm really focused um, that can really kind of act as like a means of escape. I think those are definitely the games that I like to play offline because um when it comes to streaming i definitely i definitely focus way more on chat than i usually do on the game right so for me um i want the game that i play to at least spark some sort of discussion whereas a lot of games unless i'm doing like some sort of community game night um the games that i play offline definitely are like ones that like just kind of take me out of like whatever i may be feeling at the moment like if it's a stressful day or whatever mm -hmm. yeah i totally get you like that's how I make my distinction as well because like as much as I do enjoy those moments where I'm playing like a multiplayer game with my community 
I do reserve those games for off stream because it is something like, first of all, I just get annoyed on stream because I'm paying attention to chat and I'm doing horrible at the game. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's not right, good. Yeah. Um, right. And then like, it's, it's good like for me to have like that, like I can focus on, on the game when I'm not streaming because I don't have a chat to keep up with. I don't have like people to, to talk to. So like I could still like hang out with my community and stuff like that offline playing a game off stream but um definitely i i do try to avoid those because i it, it turns into me like not being good at talking and not being good at the game so it's like what am i being right. good at at that moment <laughs> you know what i mean oh yeah there are so many times i played mario kart on my <laughs> channel and i like i was like i can probably talk and play this game at the same time no big deal and like i think most races i got like eighth or below oh no <laughs> so i was like apparently no i can't talk and play this game at the same time Whatever. right but it was still fun i think the ultimate like thing is like as long as you're having fun exactly yeah at the end of the day it's like authenticity and having fun like people like say that that's like the worst advice to give but honestly like it's not like because like if you're not having fun and if you're not like being authentic then what's the point of having like the perfect brand that will grow your mm. channel you know what i mean it's like right you'll get somewhere where you're you're going to be miserable right right well i think what's what i you know noticed about that kind of advice especially as i've been going on in twitch is i notice i'll definitely notice like which games i play that like are not resulting in as much growth mm -hmm. um like maybe i won't get as many followers that day or maybe more people maybe people won't tweet about that stream as much um but um I think um, if you're going to be looking for games that will help you grow, you definitely want to like still look for a game that you're like passionate about. Right. <laughs> you don't want to like sit there playing Fortnite if you hate it. You know, right. there's that's just not that's just not how it works. So, yeah, I think bottom line, you definitely have to enjoy what you're doing on Twitch. Um, but, yeah, there's always still those little things where like. There are certain games that help you grow a little more, but yes, bottom line, like pick games that you enjoy because when you're having a fun time on stream people are going to see that you're having a fun time and they're going to want to be there because you gotta you gotta convince them that you're having a fun time yeah exactly for sure like uh i've seen people make the mistake of um like they'll be like okay people really like it when i do I'll just say, I'll, I'm not going to use any of my usual examples, so I'll say like a random game. People really like it when I do Overwatch. And mm -hmm. they will, they think, and usually it works out because they enjoy that game. But there's always like those few days where you can tell that they're not really that into it. And they still do it because right. it's like, they're like, oh, it's what I have to do. Or it's what my community wants. And and then I, I, I notice that pattern of like them doing that and then them feeling even worse because it's not working out for them like they thought it would so they're like right. so i'm not getting the viewership and i'm not having fun and they're like in the worst mood and you can tell it on their face and it's like well it's maybe because your community like just likes to see you having fun and of course like yeah. usually you enjoy playing that game overwatch usually gives you joy but like not every single day, maybe, you know what I mean? Like sometimes right. that's just not going to do it for you and it's fine. Right. Yeah. You, I mean, you definitely, yeah, you, you can't like appear and it seems like such like a non-authentic way to be, but like you can't appear miserable on stream, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like in some kind of sense when you're streaming, you're almost like selling some sort of a fantasy. Yeah. Like, Cause you're like, I am 
feeling good and I'm trying to because that's like for me, I definitely like I'm trying to keep it like a cozy and positive and warm space. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean that like we don't have our bad days, but like yeah. I don't want people to like come to my stream to be like, oh, my God, I left his stream feeling crappy. <laughs> exactly. Um, so like on a sense, like I, you know, want my stream content to be something that I feel passionate about giving because I if I'm if you're not passionate about the content you're putting out, like, how are you going to expect people to feel as passionately about supporting it? Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. that's totally like that's so true. I've I've heard someone refer to content creation as and not content creation, content creators as lighthouses. And I was like, hmm. Interesting. Um, and they explained it by being like, you know, we attract people to us. We're like, by right. us, radi like, if we're radiating, people that maybe are having a hard time will come to you. People who right. need advice will go to you. Or people who just need mm -hmm. to get distracted from a very shitty day, they will just be like, oh, wow, like, that. this is someone I need to watch right now because they're going to make me laugh. They're going to make me happy. They're going to make me... Even like if none of that, like even just a little bit distracted, that's I feel like what like we're doing our job if we do that. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, I this is like a, a question that I feel like everybody asks, but it's I, I do like asking it, too. So like what is one piece of advice that you um, you wish you could have given yourself when you first started streaming? Ooh. that obviously Ooh, people a... who are starting now like they could take that advice you know what i mean so it's like what advice do you have for people starting out <laughs> that you could have given yourself start making friends <laughs> start making friends in the community like any communities that, like you go watch um and that doesn't necessarily mean like making friends for the sake of like having them support you but like no no no, no. just yeah like no like you want to like start interacting with other streamers and like or interacting with other just communities in general because i think um i feel like a lot of my um success and my growth started coming from when i was you know genuinely going into communities uh, with streamers i enjoyed um and just getting to know people and you know getting to know the streamer and not necessarily in the sense that i'm like hi i'm a streamer i'm here to talk to you as a streamer um but more so just to get to know them as people and to get to know and for them to get to know me as a person. So I think a lot of times people, um, and you know, I don't know exactly what the, um, a lot of beginners go through right now, but definitely when it comes to like streaming, I feel like some people can get the attitude where like, you know, they boot up their stream, they start going live and they're like, why is nobody coming here? It's like, well, you haven't told anybody to come right. here. <laughs> like, you haven't really given them a reason to come here yet. Uh, and that's not to say that you're not a good content creator. It's just that, it's not just going live and hoping for the best. Like exactly. Make a Twitter, make all these things, like get to know other streamers, like start building communities with all, all these people. Like once you start finding yourself in communities of people that you enjoy, um, not only would streaming become more fun for you, but um, like you giving your support to those people, like it will come back to you, but it needs to be genuine. Like you don't yes. need to just do it just cause like you feel like it's gonna like give you something in return you just need to find people that you really enjoy and like start start putting your love out there because it exactly. will come back for sure it's it's so important because a lot of people you said really important words there because a lot of people they they just hear uh, the advice of oh you need to network and you need mm -hmm. to like 
know people and that is true obviously but it has to be genuine like a lot of people yes. get this idea like networking is like joining every single discord that every single streamer has mm. and then posting their link on it like not talking yeah. in it not doing anything or they're they go into your stream and they do the not obvious um self promo but they will be like oh i played this too the other day with my you know what mm -hmm. i mean like they will be like they will throw hints here and there that they're like I i'm a streamer too hey watch right. me as well i'm also fun to watch which you know sometimes people don't do that out of like bad intentions or anything but sometimes they do or sometimes they right. think that's how you do it that they're just like oh yeah i need to put myself out there and that means that i need to tell the world i'm a streamer <laughs> right and i mean it's not to say that that advice won't work at some point. It's just you definitely have to like not have that be like the impression that you're giving people is that I only want promo. Yeah. You know, like if you if you're someone that's coming around the community for a while and then you stay you say that you know you're a streamer, like that's one thing cuz like people have already gotten to know who you are and if yeah. they, you know, like who they've seen, then they'll be like, "Oh my god, that's so cool that you're going to start streaming. Like I would love to right. come see your stream sometime." Like because they've already, you've already given them an impression that you're a cool, fun person and that you wouldn't say that you're streaming just as a means of self-promo. More like maybe like, I'm so excited that I'm starting, like finally doing this thing. Right, yeah, totally. I found that, uh, I, and I always say this, like I always end up watching people who, like sometimes I'm, they're on my Discord, but they never mention their own streams. And then I'll be on, mm -hmm. like I'll look, I'll randomly look on the side and be like wait that person is streaming like i didn't even know they streamed and then i go to yeah, their stream yeah, and i'm sure. like and i i'm i feel more compelled to watch them because they don't mm -hmm. have they're, they're not like shoving it down my throat being like oh i'm a streamer or like oh i'm gonna start streaming right. or any of that stuff which is also you know it can be done right mm -hmm. as you were saying it can be done in a in a good and polite way uh, but like a lot of the times I end up just being like, oh, wow, that person streams. That's really cool. And I, I'll go and check them right. out and, and I end up wanting to support them even more. So, yeah, definitely make yourself known in communities, but not as someone who's thirsty for promo. Like make yourself known as someone who's genuinely supportive, as someone who's genuinely like nice and who wants to be mm -hmm. there. Like, obviously, if you want to take it like, I guess, professionally, you could make like a conscious effort of being like, oh, if I'm going to go watch a stream, let me say hi to them. Because a lot of times yes. you're a lurker and you're like, oh, I'm just going to watch, but like they're not going to know that you were there. You know what I mean? It's like, right. make yourself known there. Be like, hi, I'm uh, like, I really like you, but actually mean it, please. <laughs> mm, actually mean it, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, don't just like pop around for the sake of being like, I have to get into all these places so that I, my oh face my is everywhere. Like, no, like it's got to be genuine. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I, I feel like I always like every two seconds I need to clarify because I, 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 I have to do that myself. Like I end up watching a lot of people, but I end up catching myself being like, oh my God, you're not even saying hi to them. Like, they're not going to know you're here. Like, you're mm. excited to see your friend, but like, they don't know that you're here. So they're not excited to see you. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, I should right. say hi. I should like actually like make that effort to say the hi. Not because I'm like, oh, they're going to give me a shout out. But, like, not like because they're, I genuinely want to talk to them. And I'm like, I've been watching them for like two hours and I haven't said a thing. I'm, I'm so stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, I do yeah, that so I often. Mean but see, the thing is, we also all have our days where we're just like, ugh, I just, I can't bring myself to say hi, so I'm just gonna lurk for now. But yeah, yes. no, definitely like going in those streams where you really enjoy the person, like it doesn't, it, five minutes of your day to like 
have a right. small conversation with them while you're in their stream. Like maybe you have other things you got to do and maybe you have to lurk, but like just taking like a small amount of time to just chat with them for a little bit while they're streaming. Like that, that shows that like you're, you want to know them as a person as opposed to a streamer who has something to give you, mm, you know? Yes. Yes. 10 out of 10, honestly. Yeah. Agree. Uh, <laughs> uh, Magic Kyle actually said in the chat a really good piece of advice um, that is stopping them from streaming, actually. So I'm, I hope, you know, you're giving yourself that advice and you're uh, listening to it. And they said it doesn't have to be perfect. Don't let fear, the fear of imperfection stop you from starting. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That is. That is. Um... It's perfect. That is beyond perfect because right. um, my people who've been around for a long time, my very first streaming setup, I was sitting on my bed. Me. with <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, and my little, my little PS4 camera was on the top of my TV pointing directly at me. It was a terrible setup. My oh, back yeah. hurt right. every time after a stream. Uh, I could only go for like two hours because I'm like, I can't sit like this. Uh, so, and then I eventually evolved to my laptop being a, yeah, I used my MacBook Air to stream for like almost a year <laughs> before I got a desktop. So like I had my little MacBook Air on like the corner of my bed, pointing, facing <laughs> yes. me. I had one little LED light pointing at me. That's the so lighting funny. was awful. It was so bad. Damn. And like, I look back on it now being like, oh God, why did anyone watch me? But they watched you because they like you. Yeah. Like you're putting something out that they enjoy. So don't let like, and this is also something I feel too, is like people like, they want like the good camera. They want the good lighting. They want, oh they want it to look really good. And it's like, do you already have a webcam? Do you already have like, I don't know, a lamp? <laughs> like, right. do you just have things that like you can already use to start streaming like don't spend all this money and don't put all these resources into something that you're not even sure if you're going to enjoy yet right so like just if you have the means to to go live try it out like it doesn't have to be perfect nobody's going to expect perfection from somebody who's just started streaming yeah there's going to exactly. be hiccups there's going to be so many different things but um you'll find out if you enjoy it and people will find out if they enjoy you based off of some of your first streams yeah absolutely and like this is something that i like telling people as well when like when you first get started it's not to discourage them but it's like there is actually a lot of freedom and a lot of um i found a lot of freedom and a lot of peace of mind knowing that i wasn't gonna be popping from mm. moment you know what i mean like i knew i had a leeway to like progressively get better and it was right. fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't going to get, like, 100 viewers and in, in my first year of streaming. But, but that, weirdly enough, gave me a peace of mind of, like, you know what? Like, it's fine because your setup is a mess. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, at, you're not where you want to be yet. But right. it's fine because you're, you're also, you'll get there progressively and in your own pace. And uh, people will eventually gravitate towards that and then the production value can come afterwards like you don't have to have yes. it all you know what i mean exactly i know i definitely agree with that especially nowadays like people uh there's so many like like stream coaches and stream advice channels that people even before they start streaming they're already like looking up all the advice like how do i get viewers how do i get my chat to be active how do i get a good camera how do i get this and it's like 
like they're they're pretty much thinking about any everything except for like their content or like who they are as a person right. or you know what i mean right i think yeah definitely like i uh, i feel like people definitely try to research a lot what it's like to be a streamer and um i went into it with like barely any research me um i mean like personally i feel like it's one of those things where like you should definitely go in you may already have a lot of the tools that you need to be a successful streamer so just boot it just yeah just go live see what happens and um, if you feel like there are improvements you need to make, go from there. Because if it's something you enjoy, you'll be more passionate about doing the research to figure out what it is you need to do. For sure, absolutely. Um, we actually have a question from Dnug Life, and it's a really, really good question because it has to do with what we were just talking about, networking and stuff like that. So what would you say are quote-unquote red flags when trying to get to develop friends and network with other streamers? Mm, okay. Um, Ooh, that's a good question. That is a really good one. <laughs> um, you know, what I've noticed is um, definitely kind of what we talked about earlier, people who are more willing to like just shove their link at you and like shove the fact that they're a streamer at you as opposed to like trying to get to know you as a person. Those are definitely red flags to me. Uh, yeah. Because to me, it's like... Um, if you're trying to use, you know, the fact that, you know, if you're trying to like use my audience and like use like my platform to grow yourself as opposed to figuring out how we can help each other, that that sends a certain signal to me that you're only trying to get something from me and not trying to help me out as well. Right. Um, I feel like, um, and definitely some of the sim, like the simple things too, I've noticed can be red flags, like, you know, if you're in a Discord community and like people only are in there to post their self promo links, um, I'll I'll self drag myself a little bit. I used to do that. <laughs> I mean, um, I feel like, like all I, of us have at some point, right? Yeah, no, I mean, like it's when I started streaming, I just saw people doing it, so I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is how you grow. So yeah. you know, when I would go live, I would post my my link like everywhere, being like, this is how you grow. <laughs> Me. Um, but then like, you know, I started thinking about it as like, you know, I'm doing all this work to like sit here and post my link in places that I don't even really chat with very much. So it's like you start as, as you and as you do these things, you really need like need to be observant of like what you're doing and whether or not it's working. Right. So like if you're, you know. Sure, you might be a beginner at networking and you might just tell keep telling people that you're a streamer and linking your account to people and it's but it's like maybe if you're seeing that that's not doing any growth figure out why <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe that's why it's not working um exactly but also definitely like uh, the other red flag the last one for me is like people who only use their social media to be like i'm going live or mm. like i'm a streamer or yeah. just, like literally just talking about streaming or like the fact that they are a streamer because like i feel like your social media can be such a good tool to show who you are as opposed right. to just talking about the fact that you're a streamer. So like, sure. I don't necessarily just only want to know you in the sense that you're a streamer. I want to know who you are and like why I can connect with you as a viewer. Absolutely. Like, and it's something that I've, that I'm trying to be better at because um, sometimes I will look at my Twitter and I'm like, oh my God, like the last few posts are either me promoting something or me promoting my stream or, you know, and like, I'm like, where's like me though? Like, so like some random person is going to go through my Twitter, like if they happen to find me and be like, 
this person is only like they only talk about twitch they only talk about going live like why should i follow you why should i care about you when like like being a streamer is not a personality trait it's like why should i care about you you know what i mean right and i mean don't don't get me wrong i i'm not saying that like managing your own social media account is easy by any means no so i'm not like trying to be like it's easy just start posting on social media right like, god no it's hard uh so i mean like even if it's just like something i'm trying to implement too is just like scroll through twitter like for five minutes or even less a day like maybe you'll see something you want to retweet just click that retweet button yeah. you know um quote the tweet with something how you feel about it um if you like have a random thought in a day like um tweet it <laughs> yeah um just like, I don't know, like just anything. Like, I think sometimes we can get in our own heads being like, and I'm definitely like this still too, where it's like your social media content needs to be like just as good as like maybe like how you feel about your streaming content or you need to feel like your social media content needs to be at a certain level. But I think you definitely can use it a little less strictly than you may feel. Mm hmm and that, I mean, but that's also all depends on what your social media goals are for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, someone, I remember someone mentioning, uh, that, um, they don't see themselves as a Twitch streamer. They see themselves as a content creator and they use mm. every single piece of social media, whether it be YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be, whatever works for you as an extension of that content creation. So like mm -hmm. you're not necessarily doing like sometimes people and I've done this before as well, uh, where, like you post a picture on Instagram and then you post that picture on Twitter, you post that picture on Snapchat, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And it's like um, that's kind of like the same as like when someone streams and they repost that whole stream on, on YouTube. It's like people are not going to watch that because like unless it's like a highlight reel or unless it's like you're capturing certain moments of the stream uh, because like i feel like every social media ev people are looking for different things in the different social medias so if you like see yourself as a creative person and as a content creator and this is something that i need to also like follow myself don't get me wrong i'm not like preaching here and being like i'm better than you all um like make sure like make a conscious effort like everywhere you post like make sure that it has a purpose to it it has like it's going to add something to who you are as like a brand for the lack of a better yes. word you know what i mean yes definitely like that that's actually i really like that you said that adding to you as a brand because i think um yes i do notice that a lot of people use their social media in a sense where they use it as an extension of their content creation and don't get me wrong like social media is one of those things where it's whatever you bring to it so mm -hmm. if that's working for you by do all it. means yes. keep doing the work <laughs> to do that. so like i'm not going to tell you like to use your social media in a very specific way because you're going to see what's going to work for you mm -hmm. um but um i think sometimes we can look at that and we can think oh my god i have to use my social media the same way and it's like no you're you're what you bring to your presence is different so mm -hmm. if you know a cute selfie of you eating ice cream, you know, is part of your brand, do it. Um, yeah. if, you know, like you went to the grocery store and you fell on your face in front of like 20 people and like you want to tell that story, like that could be like fun. Like it personally, I like to use my social media in a way that makes me human. Right. Um, because I don't want like, I don't necessarily want people to like look at me as like this like epitome of like 
grace. Like, I don't know. I the, the word that's coming to me is like, I don't want people to idealize me, I guess. Mm -hmm, because yeah. um, while I, while I'm proud of like the audiences I built and like my content creation as a whole, and I'm, I'm just, I'm proud of what I've done so far. Like, I don't want people to feel like I'm like better than what I actually may be. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, Cause I am uh, at the end of the day, I am still human and I want my social media and my brand to still feel like I'm approachable. I guess that's the word I was trying to think of. Yeah, like for sure. Like um, a lot of times people, well, not a lot of times, but sometimes people go into a stream and they have this impression and it's not just for streaming, but they will have this impression of like, wow, this person has everything together. Or like mm. someone asks you questions and you happen to be giving them advice because you have a platform and because you do have your own opinions and your own things that you go through and you're like giving them advice or whatever. And they're like, oh my God, you're so smart. You're so this and you're so that. So mm -hmm. it, it's so important to keep social media thing of like, oh yeah, I go out for coffee like you do. I go out for ice cream. I'm also clumsy. I also right. have opinions about this you know what i mean like it's so important to to like humanize yourself like you were saying i totally totally agree with that um for sure someone uh asked a question okay uh hazel asked uh what advice do you have for someone who doesn't post a lot on social media i'm assuming this is like someone who doesn't post a lot who wants to maybe start posting more on social yes, media yes that's kind of that's definitely the uh, impression i'm getting mm -hmm. um so I actually have about uh, two years of uh, professional social media experience. Um, so I managed uh, social media accounts for um, a few different uh, companies. So um, one thing I like to, uh, especially nowadays, still stress too, is that um, you like user generated content is already there. So like people you may be following have already produced a thing, uh, mm -hmm. a tweet. Um, quote it, share it, say how you feel about it. Like there's already so much content that you can share and like say how you feel about it. Um, right. That can be super easy. You're already scrolling through Twitter or Facebook or whatever you're using. So why not share that thing that you are looking at for people so that they can get to know like things that you like or like, you know, if it's an article that you may have a feeling about, like share it and, you know, talk about why you feel a certain way about this. For um, sure. And definitely, like, if you don't feel like you post a lot on social media, but maybe want to start posting more, um, kind of like I was saying earlier, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Kind of no. like streaming. It doesn't yeah. have to be perfect when you start. Um, just start talking about things. Like, um, share a photo of, I don't know, maybe you went to a coffee shop that day. It's like, share a photo of you sitting at the coffee shop. If you're not comfortable with selfies, show what, your view from the coffee shop. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so many different things you can do with social media that, you know, eventually people will gravitate to it does it doesn't have to be perfect by any means i think you know you can even start with just sharing certain thoughts you have and definitely staying on top of trends is a good way especially if you're looking to grow on social media so if a certain movie's coming out or you know there's certain something people are talking about give your own spin on it but only like only if it like fits your brand though because like if yeah. it's like something's happening with kim kardashian and like you've never talked about kim kardashian in your life right. <laughs> it's gonna be weird for you to be like I love Kim Kardashian or like say something about Kim Kardashian. I don't know. Um, but if you can still take that and make it a part of your brand somehow. Yeah. Cool. Um, but definitely like staying on top of like trending topics. Um, just talking about things that are going on in your day, sharing things that you love. Like maybe you just watched a TV show. There's like, it's, there, the possibilities are literally endless when it comes to, right. you know, 
using social media. For sure. That's that's one of the bigger ones that I usually tell is like, instead of like, it's, it's so easy to just like click on that retweet button. But if you put a little more effort, you can quote tweet it and you say your opinion on that thing while you're yes. retweeting it and you're like adding to it. Um, you can also take the extra mile and like if you're feeling really opinionated about something, make a video about it. Like make like a short mm -hmm. little like one to two minute two minute video about like yeah. how you really feel about a certain topic that's going on or a certain thing that's happening to you, to like your friends, to anything. Um, and just be authentic. That's like the main that's like the main one. Like sure, exactly. keep track of keep track of like what's trending, keep track of like obviously what's happening in like culture and in your timeline even. Uh but you know, make sure it makes sense. Like Jeff was saying, like if if you've never heard of Kim Kardashian, don't just talk about her just because she's trending for some reason during that hour or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, right. So yeah, I hope that was that was helpful uh, for the people watching and listening. If you guys happen to have any questions, we usually have these uh, Q and A portions at the end of our interviews. So if you happen to want to be a part of uh, the Q and A, make sure to watch these live on Twitch as we as we film them. Twitch.tv/projectruby, and um, yeah, people usually chime in with some questions. We've been answering some of them throughout the show, even so. Um, yeah um ooh. okay this is a very long comment <laughs> and i feel like it, it's we we must read it because the, there's a question there and i feel like we we shouldn't miss on the context of it so magic Isle, okay. um says uh, a not so hypothetical scenario my social media on different platforms tend to have a different branding specific to that platform uh, for example, my silly, raunchier Tumblr personality is different from my Instagram where people I know IRL follow me. Is there a way to incorporate those discordant assets? Uh, they both may be part of my larger brand, but the audiences are very different. Ooh, okay. That is a juicy okay. one. That is, that is <laughs> juicy. I can, I can feel the juice dripping <laughs> yes. from it. Um... That's a, you know, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because social media platforms all operate differently. Mm -hmm. um, so Instagram is going to prefer a certain kind of content um, compared to Tumblr and Twitter and Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't necessarily feel like, um, I mean, I think, I think bottom line is as long as it's feeling genuine to you and as long as you feel like it's reflecting who you are as your online presence, I think you're on the right track. Yeah. Um, because content that does well on my Twitter, you know, I noticed that it might not do as well on my Instagram. Um, so definitely uh, you have to figure out how to use each of your social media platforms successfully. And that may mean changing up how you write certain captions or um, the kind of pictures you share. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think you definitely that is getting at like a certain thing about how social media works. So uh, yeah, my final answer on that is definitely as long as it's still feeling genuine to you, I don't feel like it's necessarily like the worst to like change up a little bit how you use 
that social media platform. Mm -hmm. And you can also have like, uh, you don't necessarily have to have one brand across all social media. Like I know people right. who they're, they're not different people, obviously, but they have a different persona. Like if they're on camera, then if like, maybe they're more sarcastic on Twitter, or maybe they have a more, um, I guess nowadays it's, you can't really have a raunchy Tumblr, but you know, back in the day, right. <laughs> they could have mm -hmm. maybe like a raunchier social media presence. Like there's people who do that. They have like, um, like the OnlyFans situation, the Patreon and all right. that stuff. So obviously you can totally have like, it, it doesn't mean that you're a different person. It doesn't mean that you're fake necessarily, but you, you can have right. like a different persona or a different, I guess, perception of you depending on where you're at, I guess. It's kind of like right. in real life how people say that we all wear a mask depending on who we're around. So like if you're with your friends, you're, you're, you're one version of yourself. If you're with your parents, you're a different version of yourself. If you're at work, you're another version of yourself. And it doesn't mean that you're mm -hmm. being fake. It's just like you're adapting to your environment and you're, and maybe like different sides of you show themselves in those different environments you know what i mean right right no that's that's 100 percent true because i mean um i mean on the technical side of things like instagram prefers like the highest quality of photos mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. like people like who are getting like professional model shots are gonna have like good instagram accounts of you know things that like you know maybe they don't have to work as hard on a caption <laughs> yeah so maybe like their thing is I look really hot and well edited. Right. <laughs> um, so like your thing on Instagram may be different. Um, people on Twitter may share videos a lot and, but you may be better at making funny quips that people like to retweet. Um, I think as long as you're finding something that works for you and you see that it is working for you in the way that you want it to, um, that's what's the most important about how you use all of your social media platforms. For sure. And it doesn't have to be, perfect and it doesn't have to be like so serious to the point like mm -hmm. i know there's like twitter accounts that are like they blow up like overnight or even like just in general they have like really good tweets and their brand quote unquote is like their username is like gay twink 72 you know what i mean like they don't have right. like a, a proper like you know like what you would say like a traditional brand or something that would be like um serious or whatever but like they just have that persona on the internet and they're hilarious and everybody retweets their stuff and it's just it, it just happens so it like i feel like as long as like you're taking whatever feels authentic to you and whatever you're good at and you find that balance between the social media algorithm and your skill set you could mm -hmm. like really make some really cool things work you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just, and be patient. <laughs> oh, <laughs> please, please be patient. I mean, like, I think people, yeah, like streaming, people definitely like, they want that, they want that instant, like, success that, like, I want those, like, people coming in, you know, and with social media, I want those, I want, those, like, calm down. Right. <laughs> They'll come. You're right. Just start developing that presence, start figuring out what it is you want to do with it, and the, the, the people will come. Yeah, just like a perfect example, like by the time that we're filming this, a really big like meme and internet sensation is the and I oop thing. Oh my god, right. And she filmed that original video like years ago. Like it uh -huh. wasn't like she didn't film it last week and she didn't do it with the intention of it being like a meme or something for people to latch onto. 
Uh, she literally made this video just being herself, ranting, and she. <laughs> this is a video of a drag queen uh, that was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Her name is Jasmine Masters, and she was talking. Oh she was just ranting on camera with her like webcam or something, and she sat on her balls. <laughs> there was a moment of her like mid sentence being like, "And I oop," and then people took that like m like those like seconds of it, and they made it into something that's like now she's like she she did an interview recently where she says that like all sorts of celebrities are contacting her all sorts of like brands want to work with her and it's like she didn't like think of that level of success when she did it but she was being herself she was mm -hmm. she was like taking her skill set which is like being funny and having being very opinionated and wording that in a very like entertaining way and her charisma and all that she was using all of those things but she didn't do it to be like oh yeah i'm gonna be viral and i'm gonna like be super successful like no she did all those things that we kind of like alluded to or we literally said it to you and something just happened out of nowhere you know yeah. what i mean so you never know like the patience is key for sure mm -hmm. yeah just keep being yourself things yeah will, think good things will come yeah absolutely and it's it's a really good point uh just because you're not popping doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong like sometimes yes. like sure like there's always things that we should reassess that's also something mm -hmm. that i use i usually tell people that i also need to do more of myself which is like being able to like if you're streaming like instead of just looking at your stats for that month like look at your vods like look at like mm -hmm. maybe you weren't making a lot of eye contact maybe you were mumbling a lot or maybe you were maybe your lighting could be slightly like refined like you don't have to get mm -hmm. new lights but like maybe like point your light at a different direction maybe something different will happen just be willing yeah. to like give things a try and not necessarily be because something is wrong but just to like experiment and to change it up and to see what happens you know right definitely because you don't want to settle you know like you don't want to just be like oh yeah i'm doing great i just some things will just happen like no it has to be a combination of you mm. working hard and improving and also you know that will come as well <laughs> exactly i think a kiss of death for a lot of content creators well, um, I think most people who are content creators, if you're not thinking, how can I grow? How can I keep doing things different? How can I change something to keep improving? I think I feel like most content creators are like that. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not thinking that way, um, I encourage you to think differently. Right. <laughs> <Because> yeah. <laughs> there's always room for improvement, even like, you know, even Ninja, I'm sure, you know, yeah probably has you know I'm, I'm sure he didn't get to where he was by only like doing things one way like you have to like exactly anyone who gets to be the bit like at this big success like is always constantly evaluating like what they could be doing better and if For you're sure. not doing that because you know even beyonce if she were to put right? like the same kind of album out all the time like we would be like okay i'm bored <laughs> right like, beyonce, <laughs> what are you doing um like she's evolving with the times and she's you know continuing to do things that will like giving people what they want so like as long as okay. like you as a content creator are like constantly evaluating like what can i start doing better like uh what kind of content can i keep be producing like just constantly thinking about what you can be doing better will help you even though it can be very anxiety inducing <laughs> um because don't worry i've had plenty of those moments um right. 
definitely um, that'll help you in the long run as well. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like you have to, you have to be aware of like even like as a person like. Like, some people like meditating, some people like journaling, some people b do both. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, a moment for you to reconnect with yourself and be like, what, like, maybe I've been feeling really bad lately, but like, maybe you just need to reassess, like, maybe I haven't been eating properly. Maybe, like, sometimes, mm -hmm. obviously, that's not going to be the end all be all, but even like with content creation, that's the same. It's like, maybe it's like a small thing that you didn't notice that you were doing, or maybe... I don't know, just like, I'm just throwing things out there. But sometimes like smaller things that you don't even are, you're not even aware of, you can like, mm. look at them and be like, let me try that. And all of a sudden, you're like, Oh, wow, okay, that actually see I'm actually seeing growth from that. Um, exactly. Even if it's just a personal growth, even like if your stats stay the same, but you're more proud of your content, then I feel like that's worth it for me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, um broadway blonde said this in chat and it's so important uh you'll go crazy if you constantly if you're constantly looking at your analytics it's good to be tracking it's good for tracking and all of it but it it can be blinders for the actual problems mm, yes 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 um definitely with streaming i think that can um be a thing because sometimes you know sometimes i look back like i'll feel like man i had such a really fun stream today like this was mm -hmm. a really good time chat was active like we had so many fun moments and i'll look at the analytics and maybe it was a lower average view account than normal right so like sometimes you know i'll sit there and look at it and be like oh like that my initial thought will be oh that kind of sucks but then you right. gotta spin it in a point where it's like well no like it was a really good stream. We, I put out like, you have to look at the content overall, yes. I think. Yes. Like if you put out a stream that you are like really proud of, that's what matters the most. Cause people are, you know, you have VODs enabled. People are going to look back on that stream and be like, oh, this was a really fun time. Exactly. Um, so yes, I think keeping an eye on your ad analytics is good because you know, you'll see whether or not you are growing and whether or not what you are currently doing is working. Right. Um, however, if you, only focus on those analytics yes just like broadway blonde said it can be a such a blinder for the actual problem yeah exactly because they're always going to be chasing the algorithm and you're not necessarily chasing self-improvement or you're not necessarily yes. chasing your own value and finding your own value because sometimes we think like i know like i thought i was the shit last year i was like yeah next year i'm gonna if we keep going like this we're gonna get partner like obviously mm. i didn't feel like this at every moment of my life but i feel like every streamer has that those moments of like you see a little bit of growth and you you start i guess um being a little bit more um not you don't rely on what you have but you start being like oh yeah i just keep doing what i'm doing and i'm gonna be great i'm gonna be fine mm -hmm. and then like a year later you look back at those streams and you were like oh my god i had so much to grow and like mm -hmm. like as a person like my content could yes. be way better i feel like i'm way better at interacting with people nowadays than i was like even like a month ago you know what i mean so yes. um for sure never get comfortable that is mm -hmm. definitely the a big deal to to think on the internet because even just like one day you're super successful and the next day like the platform dies you know what i mean like all of a sudden mm -hmm. like instagram goes down and you're like oh wow they're 
you know, so never get like super comfortable with like what you have because you never know how tomorrow is going to be. I know that sounds like scary. Like I didn't mean it for it to be scary, but you know. Well, I mean, it, it is. It's, you know, we we are in the entertainment business. So uh, it's it's unpredictable. Yeah. Uh, one day we'll have, you know, one day we may feel like we had like the best dream ever. And the next day, like you may be like, why wasn't this as good? <laughs> right. Um, you'll, always, you'll always be having thoughts like that. But ultimately, as long as you're always focusing back on the quality of your content and how you can be improving that, I think you'll be on the right track. Because I think we can always get focused on like, oh, I didn't do well because this. And it mm -hmm. might be something, you know, this tweet didn't get as many interactions. Um, maybe, you know, if you're thinking too much outside of like what your actual content is, I don't think you're really growing as a content creator. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like definitely like figure out how to use your tools. Like maybe, maybe the tweet you did wasn't as engagement, like as in, wasn't as good for engagement as it could have been. Maybe, you know, whatever stream you were doing that day was something that, you know, wasn't necessarily something that would draw people in. Um, right. But I mean, definitely focus a lot on your content and like maybe only a little bit on like the things outside of your content that could be helping. Exactly, for sure. And like, just because like something is not giving you immediate like recognition or doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. Like right. a lot of the times, like, okay, what I, when I say this is like, maybe like the video that you posted on Twitter, maybe it's hilarious. And so there's nothing wrong with the content. It's like maybe the like your caption could have been better. Maybe you could mm -hmm. have used a different mm -hmm. hashtag. And that's right. sure. Maybe that that is something that you can learn. And and that's kind of what we're trying to say is like it's not your content that's inherently wrong. It's sometimes like the way that you present it that like maybe yes. that's why you're not getting viewership or maybe you're not getting or like maybe your stream today wasn't as successful as your stream from yesterday because like maybe you just happened to use a hashtag that wasn't being searched that day, you know, or maybe yeah. you just happened to, to play a game that a lot of people happen to be looking at that day. Like it, right. there's so many factors, like the content itself is not necessarily wrong just because people aren't getting to it. Maybe it's the way that you're presenting it and maybe it's the way that, right. um, you know, that social media platform is working that day. Like sometimes you post something on Twitter, nobody sees it. Sometimes you post it like the next day at the exact time you post it with the same hashtags, with the same everything. And it's way better. Like it, it, mm -hmm. it's so many factors. It's, it's right. so unreliable a lot of the time. Yeah. So don't, yeah, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. And, um, don't be afraid. Oh my God. I feel like so many people have said this, but it's so true. Like, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. Like <laughs> I definitely like, I mean, I, I will admit there are some times where I read something and I'll be like, Oh, that caption wasn't as good. Let me delete this and make a different caption. Oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've yeah, been there. And it's like, and like, I'm trying to tell myself not to do that because it's okay to make mistakes on things like this. Like, of course, as long as it's not like a really big incriminating mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you know, like, oops, that wasn't quite a caption that maybe worked as well. Like, don't be afraid to, like, still leave that out there. Don't be afraid to, like, keep practicing yeah. and developing because we all make mistakes. We all, like, don't do things perfectly. But I think with more practice and using all your tools and more practice and figuring out how you want to develop yourself as a content creator, you will get to a, a really good point. 
yeah absolutely like and that is such a good note to leave on honestly <laughs> like uh, yes period we period we, we said it yes <laughs> so uh before you go though thank you so much for being here by the way thank you for um, having me it's, so much fun. it's been so much fun like i literally was looking at the time and i was like oh wow <laughs> like <laughs> time is flying <laughs> it is flying by right so before you before we we let you go today for for the podcast uh where can people find you Feel free to self-promote. Yeah. This is your time. Oh, my God. Do oh it. <laughs> promo on Project Ruby's channel. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, so I'm at Jeff Brutlog everywhere. Um, on Twitter, um, Twitch. Um, I have a website, jeffbrutlog.com. Um, so all those places, that's where you can find me. Yes. Any specific, like, Pride season is coming up? So do you have any specific things that you want to tease? Or So um, I haven't actually said this anywhere yet but i am i know you guys are getting the sneak peek um i uh am gonna be a part of a summer of pride event um yeah. for um for a development company called midboss so they're featuring a bunch of different streamers and i'll be playing different games that they have um so it's gonna be fun yes. um, be my first stream for that is saturday if i'm not mistaken Ooh. but um and then also i'm gonna be raising money for the trevor project on my channel all month uh, starting on Saturday, so yes, uh, you guys got that exclusive. There you go. Don't ever tell you I don't give you like I don't give you the tea, guys, on this show. Mm. <laughs> he gives you he gives you, he gives you the good tea. Like, the, <laughs> I the do tea, like the high quality like. <laughs> bougie tea yeah i we i tr we try we try <laughs> but yeah thank you so much everybody please go check jeff out he's such a wonderful person so uh go do it uh if you want to check out the stream and uh the podcast and all of my different content i'm at project ruby literally everywhere except for instagram which is the project ruby instagram had to be the one to Who mess me up took it? I know, I know, right? It's so sad. But anyway, yeah, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, anchor.fm, where you can find all the audio versions of the podcast. Everything is at Project Ruby. So, yes, we'll see you on the next episode with another one of your favorite content creators. Until then, please be good to each other and hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. So, uh, bye, guys. Thanks so much for coming. Bye. Project Ruby.